Hello, everyone. My name is Shahed Islam. I run a blog called agency.managecoder.com where I share my knowledge and I invite other people to share their knowledge to help mostly software development agencies, which thousands of them are there who can learn from other people, experts like Mr. Jaman. So today um, I have a guest. Mr. Jaman is a leader solution architecture from AWS. And uh, welcome, Jaman Bai. Thank you, Shahid Bhai. It's my absolute pleasure to be in this session. I think I'm really excited, looking forward to it, actually. Let's see. <laughs> Thank let's, you. Let's start the conversation. Yes. Jaman Bhai, uh, tell us a little bit, uh, those who don't know about you, a little bit uh, your background, maybe, and then we can start. Sure. Again, my name is Mohammed Mahdi Zaman. I am originally from Bangladesh, came here in 91. I graduated in accounting and computer information system, but all my life I have been in technologies. About 30 years experience that I have in technology, out of those about 25 years I was in management. Uh, right now I work for Amazon Web Services. Uh, prior to that, I worked for Verizon as well as in the telco side, Verizon and CenturyLink or Service. Uh, beyond that, I also worked for a, essentially hosting and cloud services, entrepreneurship, innovation, incubation, these type of areas. That was kind of like more of it. Technology side, I always work with emerging technologies like, you know, whenever the next thing's coming. Uh, typically, that's where I work, even at the voice side, on the SIP side and such. In the application side, more of a security, we call it a zero trust type of uh, on the security compliance governance, as well as in um, a tool side in the cloud, machine learning, AI, robotics, uh, you know, uh, th these are a few areas that I have been working for uh, quite some time now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, besides that, I know that you do a lot of work on the community. That means on technology community, a lot of AWS groups and seminars you do. So, Jamanbhai, when I, I'm talking to a lot of these agency owners who are providing services to U.S. market, one of the questions they always have is that what are the technologies in high demand in U.S. market? Because if you are running a software development agency, you have software developers sitting there, mm -hmm. uh, mostly in India and Bangladesh market, where my most of my audiences are. They are curious about what are the things they, you know, they need to work on two years down the line, three years down the line, and what they can sell to U.S. market. Yeah, so this is a really good point. During pandemic in last year and a half, there is a major shift happened, especially where the leadership, technology leadership, wanted to become more aligned with the business leadership. Before what was happening, the business leadership told, okay, I need this. Technology leadership took that and they executed the task versus became part of the strategy. What it means is that before, okay, I need to do marketing. Uh, I'm going to be running marketing. I need five servers. Gave it to the technology guys. They said, okay, I'm going to go buy those five servers or I'm going to procure those in AWS or Google or Microsoft in the cloud. And I will make sure that the servers have right security patches right networking, right governance model, right approval. And that's how they just delivered. Essentially, I made the comment on marketing side, they delivered. Now, that changed dramatically. If you look at the trend on the CIOs, chief information officer, chief information security officer, chief technology officer, and chief innovation officer, and chief data officer, these are the five C-level executives, they completely changed. In fact, it was a radical change. So what's happening right now is the technology leaders really want to get guidance and be part of the business strategy. And they want to give guidance 
and also want to write their strategy. So they want to get guidance and give guidance. Now, what does it mean? Now, before, same thing I just told you, I wanted to do a marketing strategy. Now, they want to sit in the same meeting. I want to create a marketing strategy. And then they would want to say, okay, if you want to do marketing strategy, you're going to do social integration. Is that right? They say, yep, I'm going to do social integration. Okay, let me tell you, this is how you can do omni-channel marketing. And this is how you can do personalization using machine learning technologies. Now they started to collaborate, creating the strategy together. Now, as a C-level executive, if you're not doing that, you're going to be out of that organization very quickly. In fact, if you notice in last pan during pandemic, there is a massive amount of shift happened in the technology uh, leadership side. Um, and, and a lot of bankruptcy happened in the uh, retail side, a lot of people went out of business. At the same time, a lot of people grew tremendously, whoever had the digital ones. So the shift happened where technology leadership became strategic. Now, what is hot in this market? The reality is that now I have to respond to the business instantaneously. So the cloud became really hot because if I wanted to buy a server, that would take me one month. I can build a server in the cloud in you know, in an hour. Okay, that's one of the major thing happened. The shifting, meaning migrating from on-premise data center or your own data center or co-located or hosting, moving completely to cloud. The second thing really started to happen is application modernization. A lot of these organizations have major amount of debt, tech debt, technology debt, because it has been built 10 years ago, still running, still making money. I don't want to touch it anymore because, because this is very critical. So they are taking major shift and transformative shift or disruptive shift to move that to a modern application versus it might have been written in COBOL in mainframe or it might, might have written in .NET or in Visual Studio a long time ago. And you know, you might still use Visual Studio, you might use, but you might be moving to Python and more open source type of things. The last one, uh, again, I touched on open source. That's where they're moving even further because the license cost for proprietary application has been significant. And the outcome for the business was not aligned with it. So what they are trying to do, because open source tools are becoming more business ready, enterprise ready, in fact, uh, scale beyond the proprietary tools. So people are starting to trust the open source technologies a lot more and enterprises are moving towards open source technology, then use those open source technology to create their own intellectual property. So these are the three fundamental thing. Again, to summarize, migrate to cloud from traditional data center hosting or any of those server purchase or procurement, modernize your application, which might've been outdated and move towards open source technologies. These are three major initiatives for most of the CIOs. Thank you, Jaman. Um, so one follow-up question would be, if I am sitting in, in a Bangladesh and I'm the CEO of a company, where should I invest my time and resource? And I will be very specific here that when you talk about cloud, it's a huge platform, right? I have learned my way in last five years that picking a niche is a better idea instead of thinking that I will do whole migration, maybe just doing a small part of it, it is much better. Because when you think about a decision I have to make to learn a lot, I end up learning nothing. So there are a lot of components in the middle, like, and what is your suggestion in general to someone who is running a development team in Bangladesh or India or other part where they have to get a U.S. client? 
I think you hit the nail right on the head. You have to be extremely specialist and make a name for yourself for that particular niche. Now, how do you do that? In, in the cloud marketplace, if you want to go AWS, Google, Microsoft, these are the three leaders in the cloud. You want to be part of their marketplace. You want to be part of their competency center because that gives you a foundational elements what you want to be. Can't be, again, what you just mentioned, which is extremely important. I wanted to reiterate that one. You want to be a specialist versus a generalist because it's really tough and very hard competition unless you have unlimited resource, which we don't have. We might have a few people to a few hundred people or maybe a few thousand people. That's not enough to know everything. So in that case, let's say you want to focus on migration. Within that migration, you want to focus on a type and industry vertical, such as, hey, I want to do mainframe to modern application migration in the cloud. Great, focus on that. And let's say I want to also target retail vertical versus manufacturing. So because you need to be actually an industry knowledge, you need to have some sort of functional knowledge to work on it, maybe fintech, you know, so financial industries, healthcare industries, because whenever you're doing a technology, people, you people are expecting you to challenge them. They want to disconfirm each of their beliefs they already have. They want you to challenge them. If you're not challenging, you're asking them for requirement, fulfilling, that is that trans transactional trust, that's not going to be suffice. Uh, and that's going to finish with the transaction. Meaning I had a project and they wanted me to do something. They said, okay, do one, two, and three. And you said, okay, no problem. I'm going to do one, two, and three. That is not going to last that long. So assume that you have a competency so that you have earned the right for that project. And you're going to be given the project because the cloud services company need a lot of people. So once you get that project, you absolutely have to deliver. You actually have to over-deliver that project. That's why the specialist, becoming a specialist is extremely important. So a specialist doesn't mean that technology specialist. Specialist also means that you need to know that vertical, that industry itself a little bit. Oh, it is going to be an application for financials in US and in Europe. Okay, I need to know Basel. I need to know, you know, GDPR. I need to know, you know, some of the FINRA compliance components of it. You got to know those things because otherwise this is not going to be the right thing for you to do because you're not going to be able to do the right things. You're not going to be able to tell them why you're doing it. So you have to justify everything with you do as well as challenge the customer. As soon as you challenge the customer, you become that trusted partner for much longer time. So this is exactly how you build because that customer is going to be always trusting you to do more things and guide them because everybody is looking for a guide and strategies along with them because cloud is a journey. It's not going to finish. It's iterative. So I'm not going to go into the next iteration if you're not really suggesting anything. You're not bringing value. You're just doing transaction. So for that, let me summarize it. You need to have technical competency that has to be amplified with industry knowledge. And if you have those things, you have to start challenging the customer. Again, not just to make a point, challenge the customers, making sure, keeping in mind what is the best thing for the customer and provide them the vision and show them what they can do. What are the potentials? And don't finish the job. Be part of the journey because this is extremely important for every customer. As soon as you finish the job, it becomes technology debt. If you become part of the journey, it becomes technology innovation. So people are looking for innovation because otherwise they're not going to survive. And we have seen 
a lot of companies went bankrupt in significant number because they had technology debt versus they had the journey for innovation. So pandemic actually opened a new field for all of us. So since my target audience are small software development agencies, uh, one thing I have learned over the year that, you know, it was really hard to get into bigger company before. Now, because of remote work is so, you know, everybody is accepting remote work. Uh, it actually created an opportunity, but it is also, that means a lot more competition. Uh, yeah. However, uh, if I am running a company in Bangladesh or uh, other places and I want to target a U.S.-based client, it is possible now. However, our problem, even I had this problem, getting into a new technology, whether it is Drupal learning in five years ago, now AWS, and we picked AWS serverless. So what are the steps, Mr. Jaman, that, you know, step one, if I have two members, where do I start? And how do I get into US, a client, even two years down the line? Excellent point. So the, uh, most of the steps are prescribed based on the specialization that you intend to do. Because I work for Amazon, let me give you AWS example. AWS has AWS Partner Network. In fact, AWS Partner Network lists out what you can and cannot do to become Partner Network. And you can't be the basic Partner Network partner because the basic partner does not require any risk in your part and any competency in your part. You need to get a competency. So you need to get competency in two levels. You need to get competency in the technology level, and then you need to have a competency in the industry level. That gives you that bullseye where it intersects. Uh, and for that, it's going to take a little bit of time because, okay, I want to be technology level. So let me look at for that particular vertical, what are the things I need to do? As well as I want to be in the competency center for that vertical or industry. And let me see what oh, these are basic knowledge that I need to acquire to some extent. So you target uh, maybe a business person and a technology person. They need to share. In my opinion, you might want to uh, let them spend at least an hour or two every day basis. This is what they need to talk about, discuss, because you cannot learn it only by memorizing tools and elements. They have to share. And there is a technology person as a, as a PM person or a biz, biz dev person. They need to kind of like have to be in sync. And so, for example, what is that prescription? So APN, AWS Partner Network, to become a, let's say, advanced partner, you might require, okay, I need some logistic element. I need five people, four people to be certified with uh, X, Y, and Z. Okay, great. So you, now you know this is very checkbox. I got to get that certified people. Second thing you need to know is that, oh, I need to have, to customer testimonial. That means that you need to work with those customers to get those testimonials. Then the third thing is that, oh, now I need to know because I'm going to be focusing on fintech or retail, I actually need to have competency in the particular vertical. So for fintech, I want to focus on the US and Europe, let's say. And to do that, there are a few things I need to know. Every time I build something in the cloud, what are the problems? What are the solutions? What are the tools? I actually need to be very uh, careful and learn those things. Now, I know it might sound a little bit overwhelming, but one of the really interesting thing on this one, people already gone through this journey. They learned a lot of lessons, and this is extremely prescribed now. So you can just do check, 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 and you can be there. It's going to take a little bit of time because it's a mindset is different. 
you're not getting a software requirement document. In fact, you are going to be working backward from a customer business requirement. That's a really big difference, meaning there is a culture shift would be needed within your team because they are the one who is going to be producing and challenging the customers. But if they don't know those technology or vertical, they cannot do that. So you need to get that, get them comfortable in doing that. And again, uh, I think another thing that uh, you brought in um, before, I'm just going to reiterate that specialization, start with step number one, small customer, maybe somebody who wants to do it, get that done, get that competency, make sure iterate on it, be part of the journey and showcase that. Then the next one. And then automatically, I think you need only two testimonial to become that advanced partner. Once you become a partner, there is a PBM assigned, partner development manager. They are going to be incubating you. They're going to be telling you, okay, I have these opportunities. Can you provide that support? Because they're going to be focusing on that intersect on technology and the vertical. So they will give you the jobs and then you have you got to deliver that job. Remember, you have to over deliver. You have to over deliver every time because this is exactly how you're going to make your mark. Uh, and that's exactly how you're going to keep the funnel coming to you. Thank you. Thank you. I think a lot of patience is required. What I have learned over the years that if you want to take a new challenge and take your company to the next level, you need to spend a lot more time and resource on that. So thank you, uh, Jaman. Um, how do people can contact you? Can they connect you via LinkedIn? What is the best way to contact you? So because some of us, some of the listeners may want to reach out to you directly. Absolutely. You can connect me with LinkedIn, send me a direct message. I'm in Facebook, send me a message uh, in, uh, in the Messenger. I mean, uh, we have a Slack channel and I can provide you those channels afterwards. But again, you can, LinkedIn is a really good one to start with uh, because it's, uh, there is no limit to it. Facebook has yeah. no limit. So it's, uh, I, I like that idea. Actually, start with LinkedIn and then we'll provide you a communication mechanism. Thank you. Thank you, Jamar, for joining us. And hopefully we'll talk soon about other topics also. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.